Wednesday morning broadcast, JM and the AM. Many of you are likely familiar already because this audience, frankly, has always been active and has always been responsive when it comes to the uh, organization we know as Sinai, that the 2020 annual benefit dinner for Sinai and the Sinai schools is uh, happening February the 23rd. That's going to be at the Marriott Glen Point Hotel in Teaneck, New Jersey. This is a week from Sunday. The buffet dinner will start at 445, and the program will begin at 630. The dinner will honor Rabbi Yosef Adler, one of our favorite people, who, of course, is a rabbi at Renat Yisrael in Teaneck and uh, has been, of course, with TABC since its founding. He's the founder of TABC. Uh, Philip and Peggy Danishevsky, Rabbi Yehuda and Lori Minchenberg, and Brad Ruder, the Community Partnership Award, president of Bradcore Humanism and Building. We'll find out what that's all about, and it's all happening on the 23rd of February. If you go to the uh, website, SinaiSchools.org, SinaiSchools.org, there's a way for you to place a reservation and to donate to the cause. It is uh, wonderful to welcome back to the studio, uh, studio Rabbi Yisrael Rothwax, who, of course, directs the entire Sinai Schools organization, and uh, he is... Uh, not only fill, full with uh, amazing dinner information uh, this morning, but also some great updates that are happening at Sinai. Rabbi Rothwax, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Nice to speak with you, sir, and great to have you here again. Mazel tov to you. Thank you very much. So exciting. I feel like I'm the guy who is dancing with the father of the chassan, but the, the first time, the first dance. That's right. I'm, I'm so excited. It is an amazing simcha, Baruch Hashem, and I appreciate you acknowledging it. Rabbi Rothwax, I, and I said to you off the air, I'm going to start in, a, in somewhat of an unusual way. I, I had this experience just a couple of weeks ago where I was speaking with someone, and I'm sorry for using labels, but just for the purpose of brevity and that people know where I'm coming from, someone from the ultra-Orthodox community, let's put it that way for a moment, mm -hmm. and he was complaining to me that I complain about yeshiva tuition because he says to me, and by the way, this is not a judgment in all seriousness about quality of education, but, but this is a point he made, and I think... It's something I want to point out when it comes to Sinai. He says there's a certain level of faculty resources that we in the ultra-Orthodox community have and provide for our kids. So tuition costs a certain amount. You guys in the more modern community think that, you know, that we're getting away with you know eight dollars $9,000 tuition. It's a reality that that's what the resources cost. You, you're paying twenty five grand, investing a lot in your children, but look what you're getting. You're getting tremendous educators with incredible academic backgrounds and the ability to really teach and have a positive effect on your kids and they'll be independent independent in the workforce in a few years etc etc and it hit me it struck me that you know and, and believe me hey everybody out there who loves complaining about yeshiva tuition i'm still with you don't worry I'm still, <laughs> but it, it but it did strike me like you know we have to remember the investment that we're making and the quality that we're getting in exchange you go to sinai and you could take that theory or this you know mm -hmm. what i'm discussing and take it to another level because Absolutely. obviously you're dealing with professionals that have a real expertise in a specific niche area, how to deal with students in very challenging situations. And frankly, just the faculty, and obviously a million other resources which we'll discuss, costs a tremendous amount of money. It could be, and I don't know if you're prepared with this, it could be an average real tuition price for each kid of about what would you say? A lot of money. I mean we're talking forty, fifty grand would be at least an yeah, estimate. At like least. That. Yeah. So when the community wonders why there's a 2020 annual benefit dinner for Sinai, we're talking about a lot of students, a lot of kids in our community who without this, without the support of the community, would not be able 
to have what they need to progress in life. That's right. You know, the the, the costs are 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 exactly what you said in the sense that the expertise that we need to have on staff. There's so many different therapists, the teachers who specialize in certain areas of the curriculum, the supervision. All of that is a lot of people. On top of the fact that this teacher-student ratio is so different, so right. we could have, you know, a teacher to every two or three students, depending on on the grade, which is which is incredible. So you know, you add all that together, you're exactly right. But, um, and I appreciate you you're saying that in the context of that's why we have a dinner, right? Um, because it's exactly exactly the case, right? Um, and I don't think we've ever really spoken about this in this depth, you know, when we've uh, when we've spoken about Sinai in the past. But I feel that um, it's an, actually an important message for um, those who are in the position to refer students to Sinai, whether educators or therapists or parents themselves who may be listening, because even though they may not know the you know exact tuition dollar they can imagine, it's something that's probably out of their range, right. having a hard time paying their tuition right, for their kids going to you know regular schools. Right. And I could commit to you, and I tell you, we've made we've made serious investments in Sinai, um, you know, on so many fronts to be able to uh, to support parents in that process. And I know that there are parents out there probably listening to me and saying, shaking their head and and thinking cynically, yeah, okay, okay, what are they going to give me? You know, five thousand dollars, they're going to give me ten thousand dollars. Still, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm telling you that there is a very large percentage of our parents who are paying less for their child to come to Sinai than they are for their other children to go to other schools, right. which is incredible. I mean, it's due to a lot of efforts and, you know, not the least of which is our annual benefit dinner, right. you know, coming up in a few weeks. The community's always been supportive. People both who are in situations where they may have children who need to benefit from Sinai and many families who frankly do not use the Sinai services come through and you know, and really help out, and I think that's it's, unique. It, Usually, you have to depend on those who are you know benefiting from the service, but you have such a broad um, scope of support, you know, throughout the community, especially here in the New York, New Jersey area. That I, I think it's unique. I think it's amazing that people respond that way. I, I have the privilege of going to many dinners every year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I said so. No, but I, you know, there's a lot of good work that's going right. on in the community, um, and most of the organizations that go to our schools, and most of those schools, and most of the people that are sitting there are people, like you said, who who are directly benefit from uh, the wonderful work that those schools do. Or they uh, have kids who graduated. Or graduated time. and who have right. a car set over and still right. want to pay back and all of those things, exactly. Um, our, our, our dinner is actually quite different. We've, we've hit around about 1,000 people um, every year for the last insane few years. insane number, yeah. And and there just there are few tables of parents, right. and most of the people are people who just are machshiv the cause and and understand either they're they're giving back, um, you know, because they're, they're members of of uh, families of, of students of ours, or neighbors, or people just in the community who realize you know what this is not something I needed, but the community needs to support such an organization, and it's probably the most. Um, powerful part, you know, aspect of of that evening to be surrounded by so many people who just, you know, realize that without them and without their support, this wouldn't be able to uh, to be. Everybody, you saw Rothwax is here. We have a special guest who's going to join us in a minute. Um, uh, everybody out there, by the way, who wants to be part of this, you can go to SinaiSchools.org, SinaiSchools.org. The uh, dinner is going to be happening in uh, New Jersey on the 23rd of February. Sinai has been in existence for how many years? 38. And the reason I say it is because I think one of the reasons you have a 1,000 people at the dinner is, in all seriousness, people in different communities after all these years 
have seen your graduates become really important members of the community. Yes. And become, you know, leaders and, you know, head companies and organizations that are important mm -hmm. to Jewish causes, whether they're, or, you know, companies that support Jewish causes, organizations that are doing great work out there. So after 38 years, it's a big benefit that there are people who simply are associated with folks who are graduates and have become real successes. That's, that's, that's absolutely right. And, and I, the fact is that we have students that are coming from such a far geographical area. Oh, yeah. You know, what is the we, geography on that? We, we know, it's all over, like, where? So we, we have, um, you know, we're about, about to announce an eighth right. school. We'll talk about that in a minute. Correct. But currently so you're we have in seven right now? Seven schools. Can um, you list them quickly? Go ahead. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, uh, TABC, Maya Note, uh, Rosebrand Yeshiva of North Jersey, Heichal HaTorah, and SAR Academy, which is where right. we started uh, two years ago, the first time that we came over the river into New York City. It's funny that all these schools you mentioned all have this reputation of being on the cutting edge, and they're the yes. ones with Sinai schools. Yes, because they funny. exactly they recognize that. Right. Um, and, and when I was talking about geography a minute ago, I wasn't even talking about necessarily the location right. of our schools, but really the geography of where our students are coming from. We have students coming from as far north as Rockland County, as far south as Lakewood, you know, as far east as Far Rockaway, all five boroughs of New York City. For many years, we've had a, a, probably a third of our students coming from New York City over the bridge into, uh, into New Jersey. And right. so when we talk about the support and, you know, the, the reputation that we have in the community, you know, part of that is because I think that our wide New Jersey, New York community recognizes that we serve kids from this wide ge geographical area. No question about it. Rabbi Yisrael Rothwax is here, JM in the AM, and he just alluded a moment ago to a really important announcement. That list that you just heard is going to expand, and that's why we have our special guest with us live via telephone, because um, um, as you said to me off the air, uh, Rabbi Penner, who's going to join us in a minute, uh, is a tremendous example of a great community rabbi. And because his community is Queens, he could speak about the importance of uh, of having Sinai now in a very prominent Queens school. I, I think that I think that subs it up, right? I think yeah, that, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's the way to put it. <laughs> Rabbi Menachem Petter, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Hello, good morning, and Mazel Tov. I'm just hearing this on the radio. Oh, now I guess I'm the last to find out. But thank, that's wonderful. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I have a feeling you won't be the last, but I, <laughs> I apologize. It took till now. Uh, right, Penner, of course, the uh, leader of Reitz, Rabbi Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary at Yeshiva University. But Rabbi Penner, as you heard me allude to, and uh, Rabbi Rothwax confirmed this before our conversation, you're on the air this morning because you are uh, one of the most respected leaders of the Queens community. And this morning, we can announce. Rabbi Rothwax, with great pride that you and your organization have made arrangements with our amazing friends at YCQ, the Yeshiva of Central Queens, shout out to Rabbi Landsman, that now YCQ will be a Sinai school. They will have a Sinai school at Yeshiva of Central Queens, I'm assuming starting in the fall, correct? This fall, yes. This coming fall. Rabbi Penner, tell me about the significance of YCQ and Sinai getting together in Queens, New York. Well, I think it's a, it's a tremendous boon for the Queens community, although, as Joey Rothwack said, it's going to really service uh, a very, very wide net of people. It just, every time you open up a Sinai branch, you're basically uh, reaching people, you know, anywhere in driving range. So it uh, really extends the uh, number of students who will be able to benefit from what Sinai can offer. Um, so it's wonderful for Queens, but this is really Brooklyn, Long Island. It really, uh, it really opens up 
the possibilities that Sinai can offer to a very wide range of uh, Talmudim and their families. Rabbi, and their families. Rabbi Penner, could you describe to this international audience as just how big and important a school YCQ is, both in terms of the history of the Queen's community and today? Well, it's the uh, it's the uh, sort of the founding school here, that in Dove Revel, which became right. uh, Yeshiva Tiferes Moshe. Uh, but it plays, uh, you know, a critical and central role in the community and the fact that you know, Sinai is going to be located there in one of the central institutions really sends a powerful message to the community that uh, the students of Sinai um, and the students with disabilities who are coming, uh, you know, are not, you know, to be found in some uh, place on the edge of the community, but literally and figuratively, you know, YCQ also is found in the center, the heart of Kew Gardens Hills. Um, that they're at the center of our community, too, and that's really what Sinai is about. And I'm assuming that um, anybody, whether it's in your congregation or anywhere, and, and, and you sort of alluded to this already, but I want to I just restate it, um, anybody who has a, uh, a family situation that Sinai is able to address, now they have a location right nearby to, you know, to, to actually get this done, and the 40, 50-minute, one, one-hour trip is not going to be necessary for a student to go and, uh, and and take advantage of a Sinai education. I can only imagine what kind of difference that makes for families out there. Yeah, no, it's very, and it's a powerful message to families as well. You know, any any school, we have a, a child with autism who's already post-school age. He's 23, uh, a superstar child with uh, with adult now who's uh, who has autism. And he wouldn't really be a candidate for this particular school had he been younger. He's uh, He needed a, an even more uh, intensive um, kind of school environment, but but it sends a powerful message to parents, regardless of their child's disability. Really, that everybody belongs. I mean, that's the message that Yes had been sending for uh, you know so many decades here, and the major school and organization like Sinai coming in sends that message. So it's really it's hard to understand that if one is not a parent of a child with a disability. Um, how simply the message that our children belong. I mean, uh, I always feel as a parent that, you know, you, you can't insist that your child be included in everything. Every child has very different needs, uh, and every special child, certainly, special needs child has very different needs. You can't have one program that's going to service anybody. But the fact that a program like this exists at the heart of the community sends an overall message that everyone is, is entitled to a Torah education and everyone is entitled to help from the community to connect with the Ribbon Shalom and to be part of the Jewish community. Rabbi Penner, you were on hold when we were discussing the whole tuition situation. I mean, uh, not just your own family, which I, you know, I'm, I'm sure you had, you know, specific programs that you were seeking, uh, you know, for your child, etc. But so many other people are are looking for special programs that their kids need, and you know that I was not exaggerating when I mentioned how much these programs cost. So for that reason alone, I'm assuming you're encouraging people to come to the dinner on the 23rd yeah, no, of February. the costs are absolutely <laughs> astronomical. It's simply not possible. I mean, you know, listen, one could say that that's true of uh, yeshiva tuition in general, right. <laughs> that it's not possible for everyone to shoulder it. But when one is given the, uh, the challenge and the blessing of a special needs child, um, the costs of schooling uh, are just absolutely astronomical, and one has to remember that regardless of any of the tuition costs that Rabbi Rothwax is speaking about, there's an enormous amount of time and money that is spent outside of school. In other words, this is not the right. only expense right. for the special needs family in terms of doctors and therapists and all these kinds of things. So, uh, you know, the school is just a piece of what the parents have to shoulder, and anybody that can help out with this piece 
is really helping the family tremendously. Right. It's like, uh, excuse the comparison, but when our seniors in high school want to get a car, we always tell them, the car's not the problem. You could afford that. But think about the gas insurance and repairs and everything else you need. In addition to that, it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, at NahumSegal.com and the NahumSegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Ray Penner's on our phone line. We'll get we'll let him go soon so he can make it up to REIT's. Um, Ray Rothwax is in studio. Ray Penner just said something that we have to emphasize. Now, you, you want to emphasize it because you discussed it with me off the air. You have unbelievable respect for what YES has done till this point at YCQ and everywhere else where they've had a positive effect on the Jewish world. You know, the leadership of, of YES um, came to us uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, and you know, with, with, with such full heart, and you can see the care of their lay leadership who, by the way, don't have any children or relatives in the school and have, right. have you know, started the school uh, close to 30 years ago and they've carried it since. And they came to us and said, you know what, um, we, we feel like the, the Queens community um, is, is primed and ready to benefit from something that, um, that has a, a deeper and broader um, expertise um, and, and have more to offer our, our parents and our kids. And, and, and so we, we would like for you to partner with us to bring Sinai to YCQ. Um, and that's, you know, I, I, I give them so much credit for thinking in that way. And, uh, and from that conversation, you know, up to this point, um, and increasingly so over time, as I spent more time at YES um, and got to know their people on the ground, um, there's, there's so much good that's going on there. And, and the reason why the shidduch made sense is because really in so many ways, our approach to children um, is, is very similar. Um, the, the kinds of kids that we serve are similar, though we'll probably be serving a, a little bit of a broader spectrum of kids. Right. Uh, and, um, and so it was just a matter of putting into in place, you know, enhancements. And because we are larger, we have 170 students in our school, right. and because we've been around longer and we've, we've invested in, 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 in certain infrastructure, we're now able to, to share the fruits of all of that labor with the Queens community. And we're, we're so, so happy to be doing that. Uh, it sounds like a win-win, as we say. Right? Absolutely. That's, that's basically what it sounds like. Right, Penner, it's nice to see organizations recognize the strengths of other organizations and you know, so, sort of uh, collaborate together to do the best thing moving forward, right? Yeah, I mean, yes has never been about... Uh has never been about the people themselves. I mean, as, as Ray Rothwax mentioned, I've spoken at Yes Malava Malkas and said, I don't, I don't know what you're doing here. I know what I'm doing here. I'm a special needs parent. I don't understand how you have dedicated so much of your time and energy. It's really been just a number of people just insisting that these, all of these children be included in the community. Uh, and the fact that they've gotten to the point that they can uh, now merge with a Sinai, uh, which is you know a brand name in the uh, in the field, um, it's just a tremendous thing. It's kind of like a startup which pushed and pushed and pushed, and now um, you know is going into a different uh, different place. So it's really wonderful. All right, Penner, I thank you, and I know you join me in encouraging everybody to support Sinai and to be there on the twenty third of February. Absolutely, absolutely, you should support, and every every, every child should be entitled to have a connection with Akash Baruch Hu. We've got to realize that these same students. You know, in theory, could go to a public school, um, but uh, that'll be missing. It, 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 it'll be missing one of the key things, one of the most important things for us as all of us as parents, 
is to be able to see that our kids have an opportunity to create a relationship with Hashem. And this is uh, a priceless endeavor to be able to give them that uh, that gift. Mary Penner, I thank you. We don't get you on the air enough, and I hope to rectify that. Thanks so okay, much. Okay, mazel tov to you. <laughs> thank you so much, and thanks for joining us this morning. Sounds like Mary Penner is a uh, an advocate of the Sinai dinner of a Rothwax, that he's encouraging all to be there on the 23rd of February, and in all fairness, I didn't even really go in depth on the honorees. Let's do that quickly because there are a lot of great people that you're going to be uh, honoring and paying tribute to on the uh, 23rd of February. Start with one of my favorite people, Rabbi Yosef Adler. Can I read to you, and I hope I can find it in a second. I think I can. Can I read to you what Rabbi Adler, uh, an excerpt of what Rabbi Adler wrote regarding Sinai and TABC under his leadership would have been school number what for Sinai? How long ago? Would number they, two. They were our first high one. school that we partnered with. First high school to do yeah. this. Wow. So Rabbi Adler, among other things, this is the, the excerpt of what he wrote that uh, your organization highlighted. He said, I view the nurturing of TABC's 30-year partnership with Sinai as one of my most important community accomplishments. Watching Sinai students dance with our students at Hagi Goat daven with our students, and eventually march at graduation. Those are meaningful experiences that allow Sinai students to recognize they are important members of the Jewish community, or more simply, that they just belong. That's Rabbi Yosef Adler, and, and we haven't even pointed out the point that he makes, that, in, that these students who are in the Sinai program, to an outsider or even sometimes to their own colleagues, they're regular students in the school. They are, they are part, in this case, of TABC, and they are, in fact, graduating with them. Uh, some of them, I assume, mainstreaming in certain courses in certain parts of the day, you know, at different times during their high school career. That's an yes. important point to make. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, when we've been in different points in our growth at Sinai and we realize that we reach capacity and we need to um, meet that need by opening another school. So, uh, you know, very well-meaning lay leaders in the community come to us and say, well, why don't you just, you know, buy this lot over here or rent this space. And make a school. And make a school. <laughs> and frankly, it would be a lot easier in so many ways, right? Um, to have our yeah. own space, that you know, to have that degree of control. But that's not what we're about. Um, and we take on the challenge and the blessing and the privilege of partnering with um, seven and now eight partner schools because... Yeah. The whole community benefits from that. It's obvious that our students do because they have all the opportunities to be integrated socially, academically, extracurricularly. We have students who are the who who, who are in all types of academic uh, integrated um, opportunities. We have students who are captains of the basketball yeah. teams. We have clubs kids who are integrated clubs. All of these things are so important. Um, but but equally as important is the impact that this has on uh, on the the typically developing right. children in this school. And, and in, we have actually one uh, one gentleman who grew up in TABC uh, with Sinai by side and a member of our board um, be- because he, he understands, uh, you know, that um, importance of and, and the impact that that has had on him and wants that for others. Who is the gentleman that you brought here uh, who I believe now lives in Israel? Am I right? Uh, Yaakov Gutman. Right. Yeah. What a success story. <laughs> yeah. What a success. So, he, so he's like a wow, right? But, Correct. You know, but, but, but we have so many. That's exactly there, yeah. right. That's exactly right. And, and, and not just that, but imagine the self-confidence that he established for himself going through the Sinai experience that led him to do the crazy things that he does. That's and right. I mean that in the nicest way possible. That's right. And to be able to, to grow in an you know, inclusive, integrated environment where you, know, you get the help that you need, you get the therapies right. that you need, 
but you can still be part of the Hebra and you can still, you know, be invited to all the bar and bat mitzvahs and be on the basketball team and just be part have of a larger school guys. culture. Have lunch with the guys. <laughs> Shout out to Baruch, who we were talking about you before. So it, it, that's exactly right. And it's, it, it's, it's um, not only makes you feel good, but ultimately is, is a, um, you know, helps build your character and your confidence to take on all of those wonderful challenges that we all have as we grow up. You've never honored a Bayadler before? I find that hard to we, believe. I couldn't believe that either. I, I cannot <laughs> believe that. I mean, that's unbelievable. But he, boy, does he deserve it. Uh, Philip and Peggy Danishevsky are going to be re, uh, are going to be honored that night as well. What can you tell us about the Danishevskys? They, they are uh, longstanding members of the Anglo community and are in that category of people that we were talking about earlier um, that fill up probably most of the, the room at our dinner who are people who haven't been touched directly by Sinai, um, but when you know we're asked to kind of be our ambassadors, grabbed the opportunity and really run with it in in a, in a really significant way, um, demonstrating their commitment to this cause and and not just raising money that's important and that's you know a primary. Uh, you know, reason that we have the dinner, but also to, to spread the word and to encourage people to come and to, and to tour and to look um, and to, to share our good work. So Very nice. Rabbi, great ambassadors. Rabbi Yehuda and Lori Minchenberg, where do they live? What community are they? They live in Passaic, okay. and uh, they are um, amongst my, my favorite people in this world. Um, Rabbi Yehuda Minchenberg um, is a Rebbe in Yeshivat Noam and has been for, I don't know exactly, 10, 15 years. Um, and uh, is known in the Passaic and Bergen County um, communities as a really um, loving uh, rabbi who gets each one of his students. Um, and, and Rabbi uh, Yehuda and Lori Minchenberg um, have uh, a number of children, Baruch Hashem, um, three of whom are attend Sinai. Wow. Um, and so you could, you know, we were talking about the financial burden on our parents before, just, you know, multiply that by three. Um, and, and they have another child who, who actually has special needs who doesn't go to Sinai. Um, it, it's, it's an incredible um, burden. But when you, you talked with them and you, you hear about how they process the blessings that they've been given by the Ribono Shalom, it um, puts the life into perspective. Um, and they have so much Hakar Satov. And there are a lot of people in this world who have Hakar Satov who don't express it. You know, like they just, they don't, but they take every opportunity to um to to let us know and more important you know the, the teachers and the therapists know the impact that they have that we have on their kids and uh, and the video this year is actually going to be highlighting their journey so very nice very excited about that. and the community partnership award at the Sinai schools dinner Brad Ruder the uh, uh, the organization or company is called Brad core humanism in building what's that all about so you know, as an introduction to Brad Ruder, I'll take a step back for sure. one second. Um, one of the uh, components of our program in our high schools, and some of our high schools, is a vocational preparedness program, where we are, mm. we take our students at, from when they come to us at ninth grade and all the way through 21, um, as many of our students did with us, and each year, increasingly so over time, um, give them opportunities to work in the community in a variety of different places. Um, some are, you know, multi-billion dollar corporations <laughs> like, you know, Party City and Models and, and some are, you know, mom and pop shops and some are schools and some are other nonprofits, offices, all different types of, um, of opportunities that our students have. One of those partners 
um, has been Brad Ruder. Um, and Brad um, is, ha- has a business where he, um, he's, he's in construction and he, he really um, uses that skill set that he has as a businessman and as, as, a, um, as somebody who understands the construction business well to do good and impact um, in the world. And he, he, he's known to um, build houses for people that need to be done in very sensitive ways, you know, for the elderly, for those who are disabled. Wow. Um, really, really special person. That's his business. Right. And then he felt, you know, a few years ago, I really got to be doing even more good with my life. So he opened up um, Senior Source, which is a, uh, a center in the, in the mall on Route 4 on the uh, Riverside Square Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, a nonprofit. It's open. It's beautiful. It's a, it's it's a, an amazing mall. And you walk through there, and you see these wide open windows to this what you would think was a store, but it's actually a center for seniors who come in for classes, for mahjong, for for food, for friendship, for collaboration. And our students have gone to work there to help them um, actually more on their on their digital profile. And um, and that partnership has just been amazing for our students and. Honestly, has been um, really inspiring for us and our leadership to see the work that he has been doing in the community. Absolutely amazing. The 2020 annual benefit dinner for the Sinai schools, Rabbi Rothwax and I encourage everybody to be part of it. Place a reservation online. If you can't be there, obviously we encourage you to donate. There's a way to do that online easily at sinaischools.org. It happens at the Marriott Glen Point Hotel in Teaneck starting at 4.45 on February the 23rd, which is a week from Sunday night. It will honor Rabbi Yosef Adler, Philip and Peggy Danishevsky, Rabbi Yehuda and Lori Minchenberg, and as you just heard, Brad Ruder with the Community Partnership Award. Information about all this, sinaischools.org, or use the phone number at 201-833-1134, 201-833-1134. And Rabbi Rothwax, all I could say is I hope this is the most successful Sinai Schools dinner ever. Amen. <laughs> it has the potential, right? You got Absolutely. some great honorees. So amazing, amazing honorees. And I would just tell people out there that you know we have had years where we've had to turn people away. There's only so many people oh, that right. we can fit into that space. You know, We can fit a little over a thousand people um, and we hate to be in that position. But if you are thinking about coming because you have a connection to the school or to one of these honorees, please reach out now so that uh, you could join us in the celebration. And I know you're not putting us on when you say that because it was a it's, year I remember where, you, where I was called by your organization, you know, are you using your two seats or not because yeah. we literally are at the capacity. Yeah. So. I won't ask you if you're coming. We'll we'll do that afterwards. (laughs) You never know, Rabbi. Uh, For for Rabbi Adler, frankly, I I really should be there, but we will discuss it. Okay. I don't know what my schedule looks like. SinaiSchools.org, everybody. My thanks, Rabbi Yisrael Rothwax, leader of the Sinai Schools, and a special mention this morning to Rabbi Landsman and the Yeshiva of Central Queens. They are the most recent school to announce that they will, uh, in fact, be uh, partnering with the Sinai schools, and that will start in the fall of 2020, just a few months from now. Robert Rothrocks, thank you. Thanks very much. And continued Hatzlacha. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.